Welcome to The Bean Ball, the most exciting podcast about the most boring sport. My name is Joey Price. And my name is Brady O'Callaghan. And we are here to have a good time tonight. It is game six, game five, excuse me, Uh of the 2020 World Series, Sunday night. And we are going to be watching this game together via Zoom, checking in with you, the listener, throughout the game with our thoughts. And we also got a fun lineup of people that have been on the show who are going to hop on every now and then to uh, give their thoughts on what the game, how the game is unfolding as well. All right, we got John Purcell on the line all the way from Los Angeles. Hey, John. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining us. Great to see you, John. Happy to do a repeat of uh, last year. I know. Last year, we called you, I think, three times. (laughs) Yeah, well, it was a crazy game seven, wasn't it? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, or six. Oh, was it game six? Yeah. Something up there, but yeah. That was fun. That was very fun. Yeah. Uh, But no, we're uh, happy to have you. Uh, The uh, Dodgers are in it this year as opposed to last year. You're a Dodgers fan. Oh, yeah. Exciting for you. It is really exciting, yeah. It's especially been nice just this year to have like something to watch and to root for. It's been kind of nice in the city. Uh, I had this a little bit with the Lakers as well, just like good vibes around the city for once, yeah. you know, in, yeah, this year. Yeah. And it feels like there's kind of like fun atmosphere in the air, chatting with just folks on the street, that kind of thing. Just I don't know. It's been kind of nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Nice. I didn't even think about that. Lakers, yeah, brought home that championship too this could be a big year for los angeles yeah for real i mean it yeah it it would be cool um can't help but think that uh no one will recognize this as a legitimate world series if the dodgers win it uh but yeah maybe people won't for for anyone i mean it it is a weird i mean it is an asterisk season either way right i mean it's 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 not the not the normal way they do stuff I definitely feel much better as a as a not real as a Dodgers hater, right? I feel much better about them possibly winning the World Series this year. Yeah, than totally. I have I'm sure. any other year. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Although the main thing is like hey, here's what I'll say. I I don't think it's that different because what what is actually different? They play substantially fewer games, right? Yeah. That's the main yeah. difference. Yeah. Can you imagine a world where the Dodgers uh, didn't wind up in the playoffs? <laughs> you know. Right. Sure. Oh, totally. Yeah. I, I think I think it's probably more. Well, I mean, you guys are more baseball experts than I am, but I, would you say that it's more likely that, like, as you say, Brady, Dodgers probably were going to be in the playoffs either way. Maybe not the World Series. Who knows? But like, definitely would have won their like division. Um, but maybe it's teams like, you know, Miami. Uh, or maybe even like the Rays to like get this far that like in a normal season that's less likely, right? Yeah, probably not the Rays. Maybe not the Rays. They... The Rays, I guess, have been decent actually the last couple. Yeah. But like the Marlins, like being yeah, really good this year, there's like you only had to be good enough for 60 games, right? Which is like in a longer season, maybe Miami yeah. would just fucking the ass would fall out I... of the season, and then you know. I think the only thing is that like you have to it's it's harder i don't know like 
there's more like injury issues over longer seasons. Like you're more tired by the postseason because you've played more games. Yeah. There's more like things like that that you have to deal with in a normal season that you're not dealing with this season. Right. Um, but everybody's on that same level, you know? So, uh, I, I, and also the other, the flip side of that is that like, there's shit that these players have to deal with this year that like they don't have to deal with the normal <laughs> seasons. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, an article I read was like, some players are saying like, they're more exhausted at this point this year, having played way less games than they ever were in October. Yeah. Than any, of any other season, because, I, because purely of like COVID related stuff and how exhausting that has been yeah. mentally and whatever. And so I, I guess I buy that too, but yeah, I do yeah. too. All this said, um, if the Dodgers win, it barely counts. But if the Rays <laughs> win, like that huge, momentous, big win for the Rays, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, John, we gotta talk about it. Okay, we gotta talk about last night's game, Game Four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a back and forth game. Yes, great game. It was. It was really good. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it was like after what after like the fifth inning, fourth starting at the starting at the fourth inning. They're like each team scored every inning for like seven half innings straight or something. I, I think like it that. was until the bottom of the eighth. Yeah, or that's what they said at that time. Yeah, that there hadn't been like a scoreless half inning since like the top of the fourth or something. Yeah, yeah, it was very exciting. Uh, yeah, we were super entertained. I was watching with Malin last night, and uh, I mean, even the end was kind of like. It's a fun way for a World Series game to end. Like, undeniably, it is. It's, like, so dramatic. Like, it very much seemed like the Dodgers were going to win that game, ultimately. Um, they were down to the final. Were they down to the final strike? Or yeah. I know they were down to the yeah. final out, but were they? They it were. Was, okay. It was one and two. Um, you know what it actually reminded me of? In the 2015 World Series, uh, Mets versus Royals, in game, it was the last game. I think it was game five. The Mets were up like two nothing, and it was the ninth inning, and they were, I think, down to their final out. And there was a similar play where I think it was Lucas Duda threw home from first base to the catcher. He totally missed it, and like Kansas City ends up tying the game, and then they win that game, they win the World Series, and it was just like totally deflating thing of like we're gonna win this game. Obviously, it was different for them because it was like an elimination game, but um, it kind of reminded me of that a little bit of just like you think the game is wrapped up in one way, in one direction. And then in like, what seems like a second, the entire game is flipped on its head. It's, it's, yeah. it's like, it's very dramatic and it's very- It was, uh, and like, it, like so many things happened in the span of like a second. Yes. Too. You've got- It was calamitous. Like it was super yeah. calamitous. Yeah. yeah, on both sides. You've yeah. got like this base hit from a guy who, is not a good hitter, right? He's like he's the like fifth only, man off the bench. Yeah. He's only in this game as like a pinch runner. And then he's like yeah. good at defense. So they're like, okay, yeah, sure. We'll have him defend. And then that's kind of what's fun about baseball is that sometimes you're like, well, this is our last hope and it's this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, so he kind of knuckles this hit. Uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Taylor. Taylor, Taylor, yeah, Taylor. Who I think was maybe, John Boy mentions this, was maybe going to try to make the play on uh, 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 at third. Was going to try to, like, 
wasn't going to try to throw home. Because oh. I think at that point, it's like, that run's going to score. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But was going to try to get a Rosarena out at third. Yes. But it's kind of thinking more than he's fielding, boots the ball. Yeah. A Rosarena. Take his eye off it. Yeah. They send him. He's probably going to be out. I mean. Oh, a hundred times out of a hundred, that guy is out. <laughs> Especially when he trips. Mm. And then he trips, the right. He, yeah. Once he trips, he's definitely going to be out. Yes. If he doesn't trip, maybe one time out of ten, he, he beats the throw. Maybe more than that. Yeah. Three times out of ten, two times out of ten. But Muncie, but like, Muncie gets the cutoff, right? And yeah. then hucks it home. Yeah. And... Uh, who's the who's the Will Smith? Yeah, Will, Will Smith. Smith at catcher. Uh, try who to out. who has no idea that a Rosarena has tripped, thinks he's probably inches away. Yes, yes, yeah. Tries to scoop up this ball and make the tag a half second too early. Ball just breezes past him. Yeah, just completely misses him. Yep. Yeah. So. So we think there, just to unpack that last moment, because to be very clear, if Will Smith catches that ball still, everything is okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, with everything else that's happened, if Will Smith gets that ball, he has a Rosarena, like, dead to rights, right? Yeah, I mean, a Rosarena was running back, was about to turn yeah. around back to third and get in a run down. So and the game had up, been tied at this point, so it's just, yes, you know, you got one more so, out and then... You're still and that alive. Was the bottom of the ninth, because Tampa Bay was technically the home team. Yeah, so yeah. at that point, it's going to extra innings. But like, whatever. That's you know, yeah. Dodgers would take that. But so was it a was it an okay throw from Muncie? And is it literally just that Will Smith was like similar to uh, Chris Taylor was like had his eye kind of here. So maybe you know you know. It wasn't like I don't think it was like a great throw because. It wasn't on the it wasn't on the runner side. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like yeah, it was across true. his body, but it wasn't like, um, it wasn't like bad. He wasn't you know reaching I mean? the other way, you know. It was right. like it, it was it, to it, him. It it was to him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, incredibly catchable. Um. Yeah. So yeah, John, you said like it felt like the Dodgers were going to win that game. It felt like that for maybe five minutes. Um, because, you know, it was up, down. It felt like the Rays were going to uh, win the game, then the Dodgers, then the Rays, oh, yeah, yeah. and then the Dodgers. And it was like, wow, Dodgers really going to take this one home. It's so funny that in the span of this one play, it was like, oh, oh my God, the Rays are going to win this game. No, nope. yeah. well, the Dodgers are still going to win. Oh, my God, the Rays won this oh, game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man, Dodgers just scored again. Two, yeah. up to not this is a rough yeah. first inning for fucking for glass now for glass know, okay. 30 yeah. or 29 pitches you still only got two that's wow yeah so yeah uh, it's yeah no totally brady it was like it, again it was just that's what was so fun about it it's like you know even even as a uh as someone who's obviously rooting for the dodgers like i can appreciate the kind of utter calamity of that moment is very exciting and is great it just makes for great viewing i mean it's like that's awesome and like it also extends the series, and, and yeah. that's what you want. Like you want, like honestly, we should all be rooting for more, more baseball right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, so I think, uh, yeah, what the hell? Like, it was fun. It's fun. How do you feel about uh, Dave Roberts? His man, his managing his. I feel like he's been taking a lot of heat again, as he kind of always does. 
Do you think yeah. he does a, Do you think he does a good job? I never really understand when people, you know, you know, last night it was, I guess, that that he that he, I guess, he had said that Baez was gonna be was done, and then he told him actually, I want you to go back out there. So Baez in his head was like, I'm done for the night, and then he like changed his mind and you know he shouldn't have gone back. Whatever. I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things that Dodgers fans love to shit on Dave Roberts. The Dodgers are such a successful team. Yeah. Like they win the division every single year. They they've gone to the World Series three of the last what four years? Yeah. Four, five years. Uh to whatever extent he's not doing things well, it's it's somewhat small relative to all the things he's doing. Well, I would say no. I mean, I don't know. I guess uh, he's not winning the World Series every time, which fair enough. Only one manager does that every season. So yeah, I um, agree with you. I I think that like he probably does make some decisions that a better like tactical manager might not make. You know, but oh, for sure, yeah. But I agree. Like he must be doing something kind of right here because they keep getting to the world series yeah and like i i you know as much as it's fun to like say this stuff and like you know weigh in on i think they should do this i think should do this like as a fan like you're always working with a deficit of information the coach knows way more than you about the players about how they're feeling about you know all that stuff so you say oh he shouldn't have taken that guy out or i was like you don't know what's going on with that guy like yeah like for all you know like dave roberts has a really fucking perfectly good reason to take this person out but I know that's less yeah. fun because it's fun to, to complain and stuff. But, and I, think- but I, I agree with you. And like, I feel like people were giving him grief about like Jansen and bringing and like just kind of his use of Jansen and things like that. And it's like, yeah. if he can't use Jansen in the ninth inning, like there's no one else that he can use. It's not like he's not using a great guy out of the pen. And like and- Jansen's actually been on a bit of a, streak i would say of like at least in the in this series maybe end of last series like like he you know has not been having his best season but uh i would say like has overperformed in the last uh, excluding last night other even i don't know if you, I mean, even last you night. Can say yeah. last night was on him yeah yeah so maybe uh he's actually pitched pretty well actually and he's looked he's looked pretty good um i know he gave up a home run the night before but he's still come in and he's gotten the saves yeah um yeah and no, I, just, I, I don't think he has a better option no no i i, I mean like he's their He's their closer. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, I think they said that he has like a franchise. Uh, he leads the Dodgers franchise in like total saves in the postseason at like 17 or something like that. And it's like, yeah, he sounds like a good bet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, no, I mean, I sh- Dave Roberts seems like a good manager. I think like the problems I would have with him actually would be maybe like non-baseball rated. Like he seems like a pretty conservative guy actually and and around the like blm stuff certainly like before I, he had some pretty shitty things that he said i thought that like about players kneeling for national anthems and how he like wouldn't be okay with that and then like later in, like this year when things have kind of shifted to being like oh you know i've reconsidered and i and i see why you know but just like he seems like kind of a conservative kind of guy with some pretty repressed views on shit you know mm-hmm. regressive i mean not repressed um but no as a manager i don't know i feel like he's surely he's one of the better ones in the mlb sure. right? <laughs> yeah 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 it makes sense 
Uh, how do you guys both feel about watching? I know this one's different because there's actually like a crowd, you know, somewhat of a crowd at it. But how have you both felt just in general about like watching the, the lion's share of the games were all played in like empty stadiums? What do you think? Um, I It was weird for the first five minutes and then I would totally forget because they were piping in the crowd sounds. Yeah, and yeah. I honestly, we've talked about this. Um, I liked having the cardboard cutouts behind the plate. You liked this. It seems crazy to leave them empty. I actually almost prefer a completely empty stadium um, to what they have here because it, to me, this looks almost slightly more depressing. I'm watching a stream where they, instead of showing commercials, they just cut to like a wide view of the crowd, and it just oh, okay. it it looks like. You know, like a regular season, like Marlins game, where it's like, yeah, no one cares, dude. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's fun to have crowds there. It's definitely fun for those people. Um, but I definitely miss. And you know what? I said it in a, a text. Um, it's it's refreshing to hear uh, the crowd boo because <laughs> you you don't get that when they're piping in the noise. That is true. Yeah. That true. is true. They only pipe in nice sounds. Yeah. Uh, there was one broad, uh, one broadcaster that was doing like CGI, uh, like people in the in, in the. Yeah. Crowd, but I only actually saw that once, and I never saw it again. Yeah. Maybe they I saw that, that. Like. I saw that early on. Yeah. It and, was early. And it was clear that they were like, "This is a bad idea." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they did seem to stop that. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't it look good. Looked terrible. Yeah. It, yeah. No. I know. Because then, the, but then you would see it from another angle, like maybe behind the batter or something, and you would see those seats, and they're like empty or whatever. Right. And you'd be like, right. So there's no like consistency in what they were showing you. Um. Yeah, I saw online somewhere on Instagram on like maybe the Dodgers Instagram, someone was saying that like, oh, Game Five on a Sunday in the World Series with Kershaw starting, we've been here before and it didn't work out well. So I guess historically, like. Maybe the second start in the World Series for Kershaw goes very, well, very poorly. I think, I think specically it's game the one five? against game five against the Astros. Was the oh, game is that, that the one he, they're referring yeah, to? I think so. Yeah. That was the that was the crazy game, wasn't yes. it? Yeah. Yes. Which yesterday was starting to feel a little bit like to me. It, it, I, ha- it did. It didn't get quite as crazy. No. Like the ending was crazy. Yes. But. It had a, it had the back and forth feel. Yeah, and I was not, like, it, it, yes, yes, yes. It didn't it, just, it didn't have the same energy, but it was like it reminded me of it a little bit. Yeah, it was the less heightened version of it. Yes. Of. Um, I'm worried about Kershaw because he just like he historically like he's gonna shit the bed. That's just the way it is. Like I know, I, I but I just I don't want that to be the narrative. I want him to like. I hope Dave Roberts lets him pitch like six innings of and he gives up two runs and then like that's it i feel yeah. like if he does that and they still lose i don't know like there's not much that you could say about Christian. no totally that's that's a totally respectable showing yeah it's it's the kind of thing where if like by the third inning they're taking him out and he's given up like five runs or something, yeah because like, he i mean he pitched incredibly well in in, in game one so yeah. i don't know maybe yeah hopefully uh I don't know. That's giving him some confidence or something. There's but, some. Uh, there's some like his his World Series ERA is high, but was it Molly Knight that tweeted that stat that like if you take out the one inning 
like in that Astros game, yes, like it goes way down. Hmm. Where the Astros were probably banging on trash cans. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yep. That makes sense. You know, when I saw him in Starbucks, remember I texted you guys maybe a couple months ago in my local Starbucks. I came so close to talking to him. I was like, I got to say something to him, right? It's Clayton Kershaw in my Starbucks. This is never going to happen again. But I truly just couldn't think what I would say to him that wouldn't just be like, oh, fucking hell, why is this guy you know, talking to me? So I was like, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. You should have walked up to him and said, I think that's my coffee, bud. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that would have killed. Yeah. If you kept it coffee specific, I think you would have been fine. That's the thing is we need, yes, yes. We need to just take it out of the arena of baseball and keep it about coffee. If we keep it about coffee, everyone's happy. Yeah. Everyone's happy. No one would say a thing. <laughs> you already know the guy likes coffee. He's in Starbucks. That's the thing, right. right yeah. Right. Uh, what are your, if you, uh, what, we're in game five, early Early in game five, uh-huh. if you both had to call it now, the series, I have an answer. I can go first. I, I think the Dodgers are going to win the World Series. That's that's my prediction. I think they're going to win. Uh, I just got a good feeling. I, I, I can feel it. They're just, they're, is that going out? No, that was foul ball, right? Yeah, just barely. Jesus, that was very close. A Rosarena. It scares. was really close. He's so cool and good. He's so uh, cool. He scares me so much every time he comes up to bat. <laughs> I uh, I also think that the Dodgers are gonna win. Oh, that was so fucking close, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I think Man. the Dodgers will probably take the next two, including this one. Um, I I, th- I think I agree with that. I think I agree with that. But hey, I I didn't think the Rays would get to. So um, they are. Very surprising, and Rosarena is a monster. Yeah. Love this guy, and just a true delight. Yeah, he's so great. I yeah, I actually no, I I love him. He's so great. Um, and I was telling Mom the other night, I really hate when they they did this thing actually uh, two days uh, two games ago. Um, oh God, what was the guy? He hit a home run last night for the Rays. I forget his name. Uh, Brandon Lau. No. Wendell? Or it, it, no. What's his name? I can't remember his name. Anyway, but he wore a mic two games ago. Um, and they were showing him before the game. Uh, he still he had like a lab mic on his jersey, you know, and they were showing him before the game warming up. And they're like, oh, you know, here he was earlier warming up. And his daughter was like, had come to the field and was like behind the, you know, the netting there. And, and he was like messing around with her and it was so cute. And I was like, oh, this guy seems like a great guy. And that's awful, an awful thing to do to humanize the opposition. Like, because you always want to, because whoever this guy is, and again, I'm blanking on his name. This is so useless. But um, he kind of looks like a bit of a dick. You know, like sometimes you see a player come up and you go, this guy probably is an asshole. Look, like, you know what I mean? You get yeah. that kind of vibe. He's one of those guys. So it's like, oh, great. So I can think that this guy's an asshole. So I'm rooting against him. But then to see him being all fucking cute with this adorable fucking kid. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that sucks possible. that they did that. And actually, I'm surprised that they're doing like players wearing lav mics at in the World Series. Like, I thought that was kind of something they only did in like the All Star game, because it's like not really an important game. It's I don't know. It's kind of crazy to me that they would want to wear the mic. Yeah. Oh God That's forbid! True. I hope they don't do any like on field interviews like they do in the All Star game. 
Like that's so fun for the All Star game in spring training, but please do not do that to these players. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Agreed. Well, John, it's an interesting series. It's bound to be an interesting series. game. Thanks for hopping on the phone and chatting with us. Thanks, yeah. Johnny. Happy to talk to you guys. Enjoy the rest of the game. I hope it's I hope it's an exciting one. Yeah, yeah, you too. Enjoy. And we're here. We're back. For you, the listener, no time passed. But for <laughs> us, several minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we are joined now with our good friend, Mike Zakarian. Mike, welcome to the pod. Guys, what a, what a just delight to be back. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. We're very happy to have you. Uh, we're watching... We're all watching game five together. Yeah. And, uh, uh, currently bottom of the second. As far as I know, uh, my stream is always on at least a minute, full minute delay. Could be a half hour. I have no idea. Well, um, I, I was going to say the last time uh, you guys did the live stream version of this or uh, like a, yeah, like a live stream version of the game was the World Series last year, right? Where I was, uh, yes. I think I was like three plays ahead of you while I was on. Yeah. Oh, yes, that is true. And you at some point went, uh, I have to get off this call. I think Rendon hit a home run, and I was like, I'm going to ruin this for everybody. I need to get off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we thought we have a fix for that this year. We'll, we will also be separate from each other so that all of our guests, all of us will just be at different times. Good. I like that. I like that. Brady's actually watching game three. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Hey, this could go either way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we are in the bottom of the second. It is three nothing Dodgers. Uh, the Rays are threatening a little bit here. Uh, but Dodgers look pretty good tonight. Looks like they have shaken off the the demons that haunted them at the end of the game yesterday yeah um they just well dodgers are up 3-0 they just flashed a stat kershaw is 137 and 13 when the dot <laughs> given a three-run lead so <laughs> is this one in the bag mike what do we think about kershaw i i bet if you combined all the Rays starters wins it wouldn't be 137 it wouldn't even be 137 games <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um yeah, I don't I mean I, I don't know. The Dodgers the Dodgers have some real curse vibes to them. Like that's like thinking about last night and just how their postseasons have ended. It does look good right now. There's no reason they should lose, but I just like wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised by anything. Like anytime a runner gets on base, if I'm a Dodgers fan, I'm freaking out. Yeah, for sure. Especially with uh the Rays who are nothing but surprising. Um, th right. their offense has been, um, scary, uh, this entire series. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly think for the first, for the, the, uh, rest of the postseason, they kind of haven't been hitting as well, except for a Rosarena as like people, as they were in the regular season. Yeah. Their, their postseason numbers are so weird because they only hit home runs. They had uh, there was some weird stat. I think we were texting about it, but that they have um, it was like ten straight postseason games with more strikeouts than hits or something like that. Yeah. Which yeah. maybe that's not a crazy stat in this 
this era of baseball where there's a lot of strikeouts and home runs, but more strikeouts than hits seems bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think it's I think it was crazy three years ago, and now maybe it's just not crazy anymore. It's a little more normal. Yeah, but yeah, they. I, but it feels like they get big hits, and that's it. Like they're yeah. not. I think they even said that Arozarena had like nine. What is it? Nine home runs now, Um, but Mm -hmm. in uh, the postseason has like ten or eleven RBIs. So it's just like you know, (laughs) yeah, they're all solos. Yeah, yeah, all solo shots. Yeah, and Brandon Lau, who is great, was not hitting for the uh, postseason until this series game two, right? Yeah, I, I think Joey Wendell's up right now, or depending on. Uh, your stream, maybe he's not. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's I, in you it. <laughs> know, shout out to John Smoltz for bringing up every single at bat that he doesn't wear batting gloves. Like, <laughs> I he brings it up every at bat, and what's so funny about it is not like Smoltz is a hitter. It's yeah. not like he's like, yeah, you know, it reminds me back in my day when I used to get up there with no batting gloves. Like, dude, you pitched. Like, you know, stop it. <laughs> uh, so. Um, Mike, you have decided to become a Dodgers fan. You've got yes. an you've got an LA Dodgers hat that you're wearing right now. Yep, which you he just put on for all the viewers that we have yeah. on this audio podcast. This is for you guys, this is for you guys. <laughs> you were, I would say, until I don't know a month ago, a Red Sox fan. Yeah, I you know I was talking to fellow Red Sox fans today about this because. I have famously been out on this Mookie Betts trade and some people who still live in Boston have been like, you know, but it was the right thing to do, whatever. And we don't have to rehash this. But my point was today, if this emotionally, it's like when we traded Nomar, but if you made Nomar the third best player in baseball, right? Like it, 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 the the person everybody loves but he wasn't good anymore so we're like right. okay we got to get rid of Nomar but yeah. why would you do that when they're good <laughs> that yeah. was like so it's been it's it's hard to root for the Red Sox right now and like you're watching Mookie in the World Series just be awesome I think it was like game three uh I think it was game three there was a ball thrown in from the outfield while Mookie was taking second base and it like hit him in the leg and Mookie jokingly was like talking to Willie Adamas being like, Hey man, you got to catch that. Don't let that hit me. And then they're like laughing. And I'm like, yeah, that's because Mookie's the best. <laughs> Everybody loves Mookie. Did you see the, I think it was the same game earlier. He had uh, gotten a second and was just uh, shooting the shit with uh, Willie and was just saying like, uh, Hey man, you got, um, how many years left of arbitration? You're gonna get four hundred million at least, yeah, baby. Yeah. I tell you what, and Adamus is just like, I'm one million, and Mookie's just like, shrug, shrug. I, yeah, he's got another year. Uh, sorry, bud. Uh, sorry, Willie. It's so yeah. funny, and it's like every time he gets up, too, like he does something awesome. Like even in the NLCS, he wasn't hitting that well, and he's like, okay, fine, I'll just like rob a couple home runs. Again. Yeah, like, I think like that's what's kind of crazy about it too. Is like. He is, you know, arguably the best player in baseball, and he is playing this postseason like the best player in baseball as well. And I feel like oftentimes either the best player in baseball, if it's Mike Trout, just doesn't get to the postseason, or a a great all-star, great, great player, just doesn't really 
have it necessarily for the entirety of the postseason because that's right. how it works. And I, so to watch I think like, him just yeah. have it is great. Yeah, and like what we're seeing now too is he impacts games in so many different ways. Like if he's not hitting for power, he steals three bases a game or like will throw somebody out from right field to third base. Like he, he's just so good. He's so good. And it's like one of those franchise players that you build around, right? Like you, he impacts the game in so many different ways. And the Red Sox are like, give us Alex Verdugo. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully the Dodgers find a way to build around Mookie Betts. Um, yeah, they seem they seem to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I I mean, I think that in general this Dodgers team is like hard to root against and then yeah. and kind of even without Mookie if they were in it they'd be a little bit hard to root against with Kershaw and and uh even like you know, I like Bellinger and Seeger. Interesting, Seeger. I mean, yeah. see, I, the only Seager guy I kind of don't like, and this is for no reason, is Max Muncy, and it's really for no reason. Well, I, I mean, Brad did say who he'll. I'm sure he'll bring this up later. That Brady kind of looks like Muncy, and you hate Brady. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe uh, that's but, why that. But yeah, they they are a rude. They are an easy team to root for. And then when you throw Mookie into it, it's like, it's forget it. Yeah, your nemesis just rifled one down the I line. Know. I, I know. I know. I nemesis. don't. I I understand like the lefty righty matchup, but how are you not playing Choi right now? Like the Rays, Choi makes this play that Yandy Diaz didn't make. You know what I'm saying? You need Choi out at first base. Right now. We're a couple of Choi boys, so yeah. <laughs> it is too bad that Choi is not starting at first base this game because we're Choi boys. We are Choi. Win or lose, he won the World Series. He, yeah, he is. <laughs> he won the postseason for sure. He's the best. Definitely. He's. Uh, uh, but talking him. about the Dodgers, though, I do think like Seager. Seager's super likable. He's coming off that like gross injury last year. Like, he wasn't even on the postseason team last year, right? Isn't that why right. they got Manny uh, Machado? Which seems like 10 years ago when Manny was yes. on the Dodgers. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, but, like, the dude that's up right now, like, Will Smith, seems like, well, like, I, yeah, they are. And, like, Kershaw is, I mean, he's failed so much in the, well, failed, failed in quotation, in the postseason so much that you're almost rooting for him now, too. You're like, I man. I hope Kershaw gets one just so people leave him alone. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and and if he doesn't, if, like, you know, this game gets away from him somehow, like, it it kind of gets harder and harder to be like, no, it's, it's noise, it's noise, it's noise. Every year something happens that, like, makes it harder to argue that. Yeah. Um, so I am kind of hoping that, like, he at least pitches okay in this game, and we can kind of like move Let past that narrative a little bit. I know. It was like Pedro with the Yankees back in the day, where like the first six times the Yankees beat him up a little bit, it was like, oh, yeah, like unlucky, unlucky. And then it finally got to a point where he's like, you know what? They're, they, they're very good, and I'm not <laughs> against them. Like he famously said, called them <laughs> their daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I'm, it's hard for me to root against Kershaw too. And I, and I feel like getting that world series ring 
will just kind of like cement his place in this era a little bit too. Wow. So are we all rooting for the Dodgers right I now? I wouldn't that was... say that I'm rooting for them. That's what that sounds like. Because I also like the Rays a lot. I, 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 I'm, it's, it's kind of a, uh, you know, what do you call it? I got a lot Sophie's of Sophie's choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is kind of your classic Sophie's choice where you have two things that you're perfectly fine <laughs> with happening. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to choose which one you want to happen more. Yeah. The choice. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I will say, I, I, I like, I like the Dodgers, um, well enough. Um, and didn't know too much about the Rays before entering the postseason, but I found myself watching last night's game and how crazy it was and just being like heartbroken every time the Dodgers retook the lead just because it was like so fun to see the Rays do well. And I yeah. think I'm it's just because I'm coming in with the expectation that the Dodgers are going to run away with it. I, I'll be happy right. if the Dodgers win. If the Rays win, I think it it might be more fun and exciting for me because I don't expect them to. Sure. Yeah. I think also with with last night's game, it's like it's such an exciting game, and you're like, oh, if the Rays win, we get at least one more of right. this thing to happen. I guess that's bonus baseball, and we love that. Yeah. We love bonus baseball. Yeah, I think it, yeah, we're just rooting for seven games. Yeah, we're rooting for seven games, and then like Mookie to do something cool. <laughs> yeah, we need to. We need it needs to come down to Mookie. And G-Man, dude. Yeah. Hey, I really am. I want Mookie to hit. They'll be the home team, right? I want him to hit a walk-off home run in game seven to win the World Series. And when they, when Tom Berducci or whoever interviews him after the game, I want him to be like, wow, I really wanted to do this in Boston, but I'll take it. <laughs> like, I want him to like, really <laughs> let Boston ownership know. Like, I, I really don't. There's no coming back. <laughs> Honestly, I, I want that. I want that too now. Yeah, just just really like burn it down. But also, I want congrats to the Dodgers. But yeah, I think it'd be cool for Mookie to almost hit a home run, but G-Man Choi to run from first base and rob it. <laughs> I think that would be very cool. I want that. That'd now. be cool. Yeah, I am all in on that. And Choi. <laughs> And not in like the normal four outfield formation. Like he's right, no, starting he's at playing first. first. Yeah, yeah. He calls him off. Calls Kiermaier off. He's like, I got this. <laughs> yeah, it's to center. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Kiermaier played right. No, you're right. It's center. It's deep center. <laughs> I, you know what? <laughs> I want Bellinger to hit a walk off grand slam in Game Seven, and when they're interviewing him after. I want him to say, I want to move to Seattle, but play for St. Louis. How, how, how are you, Mom? And that's what I want. <laughs> okay. These are, think... all, these are all very reasonable <laughs> things. Yeah, I think, um, I think that's, that's as likely as the Mookie scenario. I mean, <laughs> sure. I guess I want when G Man Choi robs this home run and wins it for the Rays. 
I want him to say, yeah, this is nice, but I wish I'd done it for Boston. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then it just kind of be confusing for the Red Sox organization because then they're like, should we go after (laughs) D-Man Choi, I guess? But he has a cigar while he's he's (laughs) part of the interview. (laughs) I saw a video going around Twitter with him. Uh, It's like everybody's blown away that he can do a split while stretching at first base. And I I would argue that almost all first basemen probably can do that at this point, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's just so funny that because no one's seen him before, everyone's like, look at this guy who's overweight and doing splits. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, I mean, he's still a professional athlete. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Have you seen a first baseman before? <laughs> yeah. They're notoriously big boys. I love, yeah. I love yeah. a first yeah. baseman. He could probably run faster than most people. <laughs> like he yeah. is. A, yeah. That being said, Jim and Choi, I will race you. If you want to race, <laughs> I will race oh, you. Yeah. If you wanna, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we know you're listening. So, email Definitely. the Beanball Podcast at gmail.com <laughs> if you want to accept Mike Zakarian's race challenge. <laughs> we'll set we'll it up. We'll, set it up. We'll, do, we'll do for charity. Oh yeah. Um, uh, we do have a clean inning there, so it's now th- it's still three nothing Dodgers here in the after three innings. I, oh man, we. And we need a pitch count update. Like, it's Kurt, Kershaw's been cruising, right? Yeah, we definitely, we need a pitch count update for sure. We're definitely uh, – we'll have Francis Hamilton on later on the pod to definitely give us a pitch count update. Good. Yeah. Good. I don't want to, I don't want to step on the pitch count update, though. <laughs> I... Um. Well – we were hoping to have another guest join you, but uh, oh, wait, they're coming on right now. Wow. Look at that timing. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast, Brad Mead. He's joining right now. Let's give him a second here to get his audio set up. Brad, you there? Hey, do I need to get my audio set up? <laughs> no one called me. You're- I'd say just mute your TV. Yeah, I was going to ask what you guys are doing about that. Yeah, and we are recording right now. Oh, good. (laughs) This was all exactly what I planned on saying. (laughs) Uh, Brad, we got to get into it right away. Oh, yeah. So much to talk about. Let's talk about uh, the records that have been broken. Can you believe it? During this year's (laughs) postseason. I mean, the quality of play is just so is just so up this season that they're breaking all these records because there's nothing else about this season. There's no other variables that would in any way explain why things are different in any way this season than prior seasons. So it's just, really, it's just really incredible. It's just really incredible. If I've learned anything this major league season, it's how much Brad cares about sample sizes. I think that's like my main <laughs> takeaway is like what sample size means to Brad. Honestly, that makes everything I've done this whole year worth it. <laughs> that's how much sample size does mean to me. Like the fact that I've in any way made anyone worry about sample size <laughs> makes me like, like, obviously you're worried about it in, in, in regards to me, not in <laughs> That still feels great. It still feels great. Yeah. So the thing that we're talking about is that uh, Joe Buck, who announces the games, 
likes to point out whenever there's like a a record that's been broken this postseason. But of course, this postseason has had more games being played than any other postseason uh, prior to it. So the records, therefore, meaning mean a, a little bit less. Sometimes they might be like, okay, that's fine, I guess, but it, it still should at least be qualified with, of course, they're playing more games this season than they are in any other postseason. I I definitely admit I when I was I was sort of taken aback by just he was I feel like it was rapid fire like he was just like this is the most total bases ever in the world this is the most you know home runs in a in a in a wild card series ever. like it was just like anything you could possibly say but but then I thought about I after I talked to you guys it's truly like because my original thought was like, well, there's literally an extra series in this world, in this um, postseason. There's like a wild card series, which we've never had before. And there's 16 teams. So I was just thinking, well, there's obviously more games. There's obviously more thing. But then it was brought up that there's only technically one more game. Right. <laughs> by the Rays this season uh, up to this point than they would normally have played. I right. was in the mindset just because it feels like we've been in this postseason for like three months that this right. series was a five game series and that we've been playing like like NBA style, you know, like right. series after and, and so also I, like I do, I do take back my like in my um you know um uh how how indignant I was about <laughs> let's say the the original record that set this off was that a Rosarina has hit nine home runs in this uh, postseason, which is the most home runs in a postseason by a single player. Correct? That was it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And yeah, that still is an interesting, valid record. I, at this point, I absolutely agree with you guys that it is, it is interesting and valid. And, and yeah, because originally I was like, well, of course he has. He played like an extra 20 games. And then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally one extra game. And also, we're only in game, what, we were in game, like, four of the world. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, okay, it is valid. <laughs> I think what, what was infuriating about his statement, Buck's statement about that, was that, and Joey, you brought this up, like, prior to 1969, there was no playoffs. It was just a World Series. Prior to 1994, there was just a two, there was just the, the, um, um, the championship. Yeah. So it's like every record when you really look at the record book, every record is post 94 because obviously there's like twice as many games. So right. I, I think just the fact that he didn't caveat at the very least, like, sin, like, like, Oh, by the way, obviously like, you know, this doesn't include like the 1920s, like to say baseball yeah. history, it, like it was just kind of like, okay, well it's the most home runs in the last 20 years it yeah. is it is like the them just saying like throughout all of baseball history there have been n- never as many camera reviews of uh plays ever it's like well yeah yeah, yeah it's only in been joe right. buck's de- in joe buck's defense uh it would the 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 context like it would take him five or six minutes to get, get out all of like the qualifiers before he's like, yeah, Randy's hit a ton of home runs this postseason. Yeah, but he's got plenty of time. You're right. You're right. Um, no, there. It is true. Like there was something about you know Kershaw in the postseason, et cetera, et cetera. That was like, of all pitchers that have pitched a hundred innings in the postseason, he ranks towards the bottom. And it's like, there, how many pitchers have? pitched a hundred innings in the postseason 
because like four. Yeah, like four. and they were all on the Braves. <laughs> like teammates. It was all John this is yeah this is that same this is that same kind of thing and and that's kind of what i mean it's sort of like i think it's the broadcaster's job to give like more context to some of these things and not just like say things that kind of imply like this is the greatest player of all time when really we're talking about like well this is the greatest this is the most that of things happened in the last 20 years and really there's a lot of reasons why <laughs> yeah but um but yeah they keep bringing up like rec- they also keep bringing up records with the with like individual dodgers to your point kershaw but I saw like a Justin Turner stat where it was something like most like postseason. He has know. like the most RBIs yeah. in and the postseason for the Dodgers. And it's like, like that, yeah. And 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 it's like, well, yeah, no, he's like not bad. He's not like a bad hitter. And I'm sure he hasn't been bad in the postseason, but he's also played in what, like nine consecutive postseasons. Right. And he's also uh played in an era where there's you have to play, you know, like almost three series. <laughs> to get to the world series and and you know like just say that like don't make it the justin <laughs> turner you know like the great he's the greatest of all time it's like you know the yeah. dodgers have been in nine, the point of that should have been the dodgers have been in nine straight <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. i agree i agree with that but i would say if this is the the oh this is the oh mookie made a mistake mookie took a bad angle on that ball this is his first I mistake this year it's first since like 2013, <laughs> I think. Wow. Since 2013. Also, I mean, I put this in the the group text. There wasn't a lot of responses, but I, I I'll bring it up again in the podcast. I do think Kevin Kiermeyer has the nicest eyes in baseball. <laughs> I think it should be talked about. I think he's a great eye. That was my favorite of all your comments this week, and honestly, it was perfect that I had nothing to say about it. <laughs> I didn't even look at him after you said that. I just trusted it, but I, I had nothing to say to it because I didn't even look at his eyes. I was just like, now I know, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that, wanted, to, I wanted to thank you for that comment. The, the point is, he, no constructive he, feedback on that one, dude. You nailed it. He did make. He did have a bad bad rat on this ball. I'm watching a replay, Mike. But it did. Yeah. It did take a tailing hop that I don't know if he was expecting. Yeah, I think it had some some spin to it. But. Yeah. But if you're uh, yeah. you're a pro ball player, you got to expect that, you know. Hey, just you know for the mean, sake you know of make- uh, the pod, I'll I'll let you know that I just now saw this terrible <laughs> read by Mickey. So I just want to, you know, who doesn't make that mistake? G Man Choi. G Man Choi feels that cleanly. Yeah, yeah, and you know who else? <laughs> Alex Verdugo, dude. No, 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 Alex Verdugo is. Oh man, I you know I don't I don't want to blame Alex Verdugo because he didn't elect to be traded. But you just look at a picture of Alex Verdugo, you watch him run to first base, like that's all the information you need. All right, <laughs> that's all the information you need. Sure. He's not that's, somebody you want. That's absolutely his fault. I think we. I think I, I think that was really nice of you to kind of give him an out there. But I I hate him now just based yeah. on that. Yeah. Was just based on that. Yeah. Just assuming that I'm not gonna like something about him running to first, like he's done. You know, I don't want. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to even think that could be possible. You know, Mike wants to take I, us know, into the anti-moneyball era where you don't look at any <laughs> stats or anything. You just you, you say run to first, feel. and that's how you make your decisions. It's all on feel. Listen, I all right. I one quick Verdugo rant. <laughs> Everybody in Boston got very excited because he hit a, like a home run two games in a row. Here's the thing. You can't trade Mookie Betts for someone that plays half the time. 
Like he only <laughs> played against right-handed pitchers. He was a situational outfielder. That's not a good trade. <laughs> yeah, that sounds bad. Wait, did Mookie Betts play all the time? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Almost oh, as get, much as oh, Justin Turner. I get Turner. why you liked him so much. <laughs> I thought he was just kind of like a mediocre guy. Okay. Uh, Rosarena just hit a single. Uh, so the game is 3-2. Dodgers <laughs> up on Rays. And Kershaw not looking too happy with himself. Have you, also, guys talked um, about, have you guys talked about Kershaw yet? And yeah, we have, but we'd love to. Worst pitcher of all time? <laughs> yeah, how he's the worst postseason pitcher of all time. <laughs> I, before, before, we get, before we get into Kershaw, I do want to say they just flashed the stat that Randy got the 27th hit of the postseason most all time. <laughs> as long as we all understand this, I am 100% ready to lean into Randy o- Rosarena being the greatest hitter. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have to. I never admitted this to you guys, but I straight up had never heard of him before the postseason. I feel like uh, there's a lot of raised things that I just didn't really know as much as I thought I knew about, like the four outfielder thing, Randy Rosarena. I know he debuted sort of late in the season, right? But I had no idea who he was until he started. Yeah, I, I, I didn't either. I didn't hear about him until suddenly he was just like great in the postseason and and super fun and like okay yeah who's this guy i i hadn't heard of him either yep same mike yeah i've been oh. in on him pretty early I, yeah, uh, go. yeah i get his high school tape and he was very good <laughs> <laughs> what high school do you go to again uh mookie high <laughs> uh brad we have talked a little bit about kershaw but do you want to just like kind of finish off with your final thoughts on kershaw and and his postseason history my final thoughts yeah oh yeah I'll, I'll finish off thoughts. the thoughts I'll of kershaw my final Sorry. thoughts on kershaw now before this game was <laughs> almost definitely uh uh whatever happens in this game will be his his actual legacy right so whatever i say now will be moot in about like 15 minutes but um yeah i think what what were we talking about with kershaw that he is um absolutely fine in the put like if you actually look at what he's done in the postseason he's completely normal and fine but it's like worse than what you expect him to do in the regular season yeah so, so he's been like villain or, or the the narrative is like is like will he will he be will he ever be able to make up for his you know postseason you know reputation and right like postseason reputation is like pretty good pitcher who either who either pitches really 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 well or like has a bad game yeah that's his postseason reputation which i feel like is a, is a normal reputation for starting pitcher like i don't yeah. feel like yeah. it's like some jekyll and hyde thing where he's like regular kershaw and then postseason kershaw but i do think there's something to like the uh, the like aura of a big game pitcher right like and i think that's what they're saying like when it's a big yeah. game Kershaw doesn't have it or whatever, which like he's still very good. He's just not, you know, who he is at his peak. Yeah, and by big game pitcher, you mean like future Hall of Famer um, James Shields? Yeah, yeah, big game James. That's exactly who I was referring to. <laughs> but like, so man, and I hate this person, and I hate that he was a Red Sox, but like Kurt Schilling was a like a pretty good regular season pitcher. Like he's pretty good. But a postseason pitcher, he was like 
He was better in the postseason than he was in the regular season. Like, he was, was he, incredible. Was he always better in the postseason? Or was it, like, the games that he was really good in in the postseason will just always stick in our memory? Because the games I remember watching in the postseason are obviously, like, the greatest games of all time. Were there also just games where he was just, like, gave up four runs in five innings? There was, I, I With the Red Sox, I can think of one against the Angels where that, where that happened in, like, the first round. But anytime – like, it was weird because Pedro is clearly a better – pitcher than Kurt Schilling uh but you trusted Kurt Schilling more than you trusted Pedro in the playoffs which is like nuts nuts to say that I'm glad that we're talking about Kurt Schilling a lot though no I I love his video games I think <laughs> <laughs> I think like Kurt <laughs> I mean you know how I feel about Kurt Schilling Joey yeah let, let him in the man. let him in the hall of fame let him in let him, I don't disagree. Get, we'll let get him, him all in. There, get him in and let him shake things up. Seems like a rotten he, human being, but I mean, you know. Yeah, so like was a, Ty Cobb, dude. Time. Ty Cobb is one of the worst people that ever lived. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. 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 Oh, I agree. It, it, let him in. It's fine. Uh, we, got, we have another guest uh, that we got to get in here, Brady. So I think we should. Should end it with these boys. Get them out of here. I'm sick of them. Uh, yeah, we're, we're sick of the Troy boys anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, can I ask what what has been said about the Troy boys to this point? Yeah, um, he he shouldn't look like he, uh, he doesn't look like he should stretch as much as he does, but he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, <been> <laughs> that's been about it. And we like him. Yeah, we like him. All right. Well, there's nothing to add to that. I mean, that's <laughs> everything you could possibly say about the thing with Jimon Choi is I don't know that there is that much. To, like he hasn't done much. Like there's no. not much to say about him. But he he, he, he really, smokes a, he smokes a cigar after yeah. they win and he sings. Yeah. He, that. Well, he's magnetic. Is the thing. Yes. Yeah. I think there's something like his hair is so silky. Um, but yeah, I really haven't noticed him do much in the in the uh, in this. No, he hasn't. And that's fine. No, you know, let's not let's not talk ill of. No, Detroit, I'm right? not. Like it's I, fine. He's great. He's good. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. There's nothing to say. No, I'm saying there's nothing to say. It's not a negative thing. It's just like, you know, he's perfect. Right, <laughs> there's nothing wrong. You know what I'm trying to say? Absolutely nothing but, wrong. Yeah. If him. he does want to race, reach out to the email. Yeah. Mike has challenged him to a race. <laughs> There we go. All right. <laughs> I've got something to look forward to after the end of this. All right. Well, don't uh, be surprised if we text you guys um, in a mad fury because uh, we need you to hop back on. But, hey, if you're available, yeah. you're available. We'll be ready. Yeah, thanks, we'll be in the thanks for, thanks for uh, chatting, guys. This is very fun. Cool. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Love you guys. Love you. Love you guys. Oh, yeah, love you. Love you guys. <laughs> And we're back from your zero-second break, our <laughs> several-minutes break. Uh, we got Lizzie Fury online. Hello. How's it going? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. You know, the, you know, World Series time is a fun time. World Series it time is. is a fun time. Absolutely. October baseball. I love that it's Halloween and World Series, you know, every year. Yeah, together. it's really nice. My, I don't know if I... I think I've said this on 
this podcast that my wife and I got together right around 10 years ago to this time. And uh, her birthday is November 1st. And wow. for whatever reason, the uh, World Series went into November in 2010. And it was when the Giants won the World Series. That was a great and World Series. It was a great World Series. And we were both living in San Francisco at the time. And we had just started <gasps> dating. And they won the World Series on her birthday. They won the World <gasps> Series on November oh 1st. And so I think that I had something to do that evening. And so it was kind of late by the time I was done. And I was like, hey, what are you doing? She's like, I'm kind of out. And I was like, okay, well, like, the Giants winning the World Series on your birthday is never going to happen again. Like, it's just never, ever, ever going to happen again. So we have to go do something. And we then just, like, walked around the city for hours. And it was a great night. So there you go. But I feel like I feel like November baseball is such a rarity and probably won't really happen. Yeah, I don't think it'll happen this year. No, definitely not this year. Definitely not this year. Um, And I, yeah, I think that they schedule it now to basically not happen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we'll see. Yeah, but that 2010 World Series, I was obsessed with, and I loved the 2010. Giants, big time Timmy Jim. Loved him. I love <laughs> I love the machine. I was thinking about the machine like the other day. Oh god, yeah. His real name was Brian Wilson, which <laughs> Right. But there was but ridiculous the, name. But... Yeah, Brian Wilson and he lived with Pat Burrell. You remember Pat the Bat, who was also on that team. And they I don't had... even know if I knew they lived together. Yeah, and I don't know if they lived together, but hmm. they uh uh Brian Wilson did this interview where suddenly in the background, a yes. person in like a, a, gimp. Full, a gimp costume <laughs> just like yeah. showed up. And this is like on a television interview. And it was Pat Burrell. It was another I think, I think Brian Wilson was ahead of his time. Cause <laughs> yeah. So this is stuff people do all the time now. And he was like way ahead. He was like yeah. 10 years ahead. And he was, I'm feeling like I want to rage. Yeah. Right <laughs> he went on God, who was the comedian? God, some comedian had a show. Oh man, what was that comedian's name? George something. Hmm. He went on he was a Latino guy. Lopez? Uh, yeah. Was it George Lopez? Did he have a show? He had a like a Lopez tonight or something. Like a yeah. yeah. Okay, I think it was him. Okay. He went on Brian Wilson went on that show. And uh he was wearing like a sailor outfit the the oh whole time God. and just like okay. dressed as a sailor for this entire interview love it yeah Incredible. he was fun. he was so fun yeah buster posey mm-hmm. um, you know there is an unfortunate member of this team oh shit who aubrey huff aubrey oh my god aubrey huff what a yeah. disappointment. A big disappointment. A big disappointment. Yeah, he sucks. I guess you got to have, you know, one bad apple, I guess. Yeah. It doesn't ruin the whole bunch. Yeah. The I just want to chime in and say Pat the Bat is one of the best nicknames of all time. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It took like five seconds of thought. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Madison Bumgarner. Sure. Sorry. And that was like his rookie season, I think? Yes. It was like just a bunch of young... Young go-getters. I love them. They're great. Uh, Okay, so 
So we, this current game, though. We've got some beef. Oh, yeah. So right now it's mm. three to two, Tampa Bay. Sorry, Dodgers. Yeah. Tampa Bay is threatening to tie it up. They are threatening. Uh, and uh, it's turned into a pretty good game. I'm excited and about they're it. Wear- the Tampa Bay Rays are just a fashion report moment. They're wearing their like festive uniform, I want to say. It's like yeah. A, yeah. Kind of a bright blue, very cute um, hat with the ray. A very prominent stingray. Yeah. It is not like a a normal baseball cap with the logo no. that's like dead center of the cap. This is pretty much the entire front of it. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. I like the hat and I don't like the uniform. I agree. I don't like this blue color. I don't like the color. I don't like the blue color. I'm no. the opposite. Okay. Wow. I like the blue color. I don't like the full hat okay i will say renfro is up and he's wearing these neon socks high socks first of all i'm a huge high socks fan me too constantly add a splash of color if we're gonna we're gonna dip into the fashion moment yeah the long pants just look messy always it looks sloppy yes yeah i do think that the hat is trying to be like the Orioles hat or the Cardinals hat, Ooh. and and it's not as good as those. Yes, I would agree. Yeah, but I respect the effort of something a little different. I agree. I feel very similarly. Yeah, I think the uh, the stingray animal has less of a kind of recognizable shape than a cardinal does. So it yes. is a little bit like, what is this? Like it's kind of abstract. Yeah. Well, it's tough but, to beat a bird mascot, in my that's opinion. And a bird perched on a little bat. Very mm-hmm. cute. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so we but kind yeah, of... I just, got a, I just got a glimpse of those neon socks. Yeah, those are quite something. It's yeah, really something. Um, we were talking about um, games starting too late. Before we, before we started this live... <laughs> Right? This is live, Brady? <laughs> We're live. So no yeah. swearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we were saying, we were talking about the timing of games and that, you know, if, if you're on the East Coast, it's starting after 8 p.m. Is that late. too late? Yeah. Um, and these games, I feel like, just go so long lately. Now, that is, I think, the reason why they should consider starting them earlier is because the length is only getting longer. Do we know why but, it's getting longer? Just the pitching is so... Yeah, I think it's commercials, and I think mm. it's also time between pitches has extended. Mm, yeah, like they're thinking Pit- more. Yeah, yeah. All um, I'll say is the game starts at 8 Eastern, um, which is like a n- totally fine time to start anything. But these games can last four plus hours. Yeah. And I'm a person who likes that baseball games last that long. Mm. But after it gets past like midnight, I'm like, I mean, I hope I hope these are quick innings. Because yeah. like yeah, I kind of want to go to bed after, you know, I I cracked open a beer in inning one. If I had like three, tell you what, by inning seven, I'm like, all right, let's pick up the pace, boys. Yeah. Yeah. 
I also think that I, I kind of understand the argument for weekday games to start at this time because starting a, even though it means that you're going to bed later on a weekday, uh, like a lot of the country doesn't live on the East coast. Sure. And so starting a game before 5 PM on the West coast would be hard on yeah. a weekday. I, I do understand that, but on a weekend, on a Saturday or a Sunday, it does feel like you could cheat it an hour and, and yeah. still be fun. That's a good point. I like that perspective. Yeah. I even um, think just like a half hour would do wonders for ooh, me. a half hour, like a 7.30. Let's talk about it is all I'm saying. <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's, I mean, let's not be afraid to at least broach the subject. Yeah, we can't be afraid of these things. I know. It controls us. I imagine there's probably also... There's powers beyond our control at play, <laughs> I suppose, too, with TV networks yeah. and things like that. Wow, I, true. What I'll true say word. is I don't even mind, like, during the regular season, I don't care. Start a game at 9. I don't Like, I don't care uh, because, like, not all of them will, will start. And, like, occasionally maybe I will stay up and, like, watch, like, one or two of those. But, like, every single World Series is, like, this game is going to end at 1230. It's like, oh, that's tough. I'm yeah, saying this as an unemployed be... person right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I have no reason to complain, but it's still late. But even like every game starting at eight is kind of crazy. Like some can start early. Like yeah. have a day game, have one the weekend day game. Why not? Yeah, I do kind of feel like having a Sunday day game in the World Series would be fun. That would be lovely. Yeah, a lovely like like a lunch. I guess brunch for the East Coast, you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, uh, yeah. so I, I'm also a big fan of tennis, and you know, tennis is a lot of international stuff. So that timing can be super crazy in America. But for Wimbledon, uh, the finals games they always call it breakfast at Wimbledon. Like you eat your breakfast and you're watching the finals of the of Wimbledon, and like you know, obviously it's afternoon there, but it's breakfast time here. I enjoy because I also like tennis and I'll, I'll watch Wimbledon every year and I enjoy waking up that finals weekend early and like make, so putting, putting it on and making myself some coffee and like settling in for a couple of hours. It's a nice way to start a day. It's so nice. Wow. I yeah. don't watch tennis, but this sounds great. <laughs> it's good. Putting on it's a good. strong pot of coffee and then just like yeah. spending hours watching a live sporting yeah. event that sounds lovely yeah it's so it's, lovely it's fun and Wimbledon especially is lovely because it's like grass court and mm -hmm. nice court everyone wears white <laughs> yeah very uh, nice it's just lovely sometimes a member of the royal family will be in the audience <laughs> you get excited about that for sure so exciting yeah uh but so baseball. yeah yeah so baseball so <laughs> who who are you rooting for here lizzie the dodgers i'm rooting for the dodgers um, mostly because they keep getting almost there and I just want them to finally do it. Like it's, yeah. it's going to be a joke. It's like, what is this? Their fourth time or third time? Uh, four. This is their, this is their third, their third. You're ready for third a new storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Th this is a, this is the common theme I've been hearing. I okay. Like. Yeah. yeah. I think people I just... Frustrated. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think, yeah, Joey and I were even saying, like, we absolutely wouldn't mind a Dodgers win. In some ways, I am rooting for a Dodgers win, but I do get more excited when the Rays are doing well just because I don't expect them to. Okay, yeah, that's fair. They're a young team. Like, they were only from the 90s, right, when the Rays started? Something like that? Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, the late 90s, I think. We have an insane play here. Mm. Oh, he's... Uh, yeah, an, a- an absolutely insane play. Great, can't wait. Hey, Lizzie, I'm at least a full minute behind in my stream, so... Okay, I might be uh, more aligned with you, because I'm not sure what Joey's talking about. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Uh, this is going to be good. We'll get the live reaction. Whoa, what? Wow, I think I'm even delayed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's happening? What's happening? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Manuel Margot, this is very fun that we're recording. Manuel Margot just tried to steal home. Yeah, he sure and did. And he was out. He was called out, and it looks like he was out. But it was close. Uh, the okay. I'd say in the moment, it looks like he was out by much further than he was. And then yeah. the replay shows that actually it was a pretty close play. That was really close. They're was in. like halfway down the Yeah. Line. He was. Yeah, going for they're it. they're in commercial now, which makes me assume that they are not challenging the play. Mm, yeah, uh, but like it was, it was close. Yeah, very yeah. close. Matter yeah. of maybe six inches. It looks yeah. like. Wow. I, uh, I love these mittens they wear to protect mm-hmm. their fingers. They're mm-hmm. so cute and practical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get. We should all have a pair of those. Yeah. Oh my God. I am constantly hurting myself by accident. <laughs> Very recently, I had my laptop and I like swung it around to like move it and it went right into my kneecap and it was like so hard and it hurt so much. And I immediately broke out into like a sweat and I felt <laughs> nauseous. Like it was like, oh, no. such, it was such an, in- an intense pain. And it made me feel like, oh, I get when these players like double over when they get hit in like a bone by a pitch uh-huh. and I'm like you know my laptop wasn't going 100 miles an hour and it hit me in the bone and it like I it was so intense so it made me empathize we gotta get if you you're some... wearing those mittens you're fine yeah if you wear a mitten then you're fine <laughs> then nothing happens to you for sure yeah we definitely gotta get you some like word processing like knee pads or something like that <laughs> yeah I, yeah for when I'm working at home I need knee pads elbow pads that thing the catchers wear, the chest protector. Yeah. Probably yeah. a mask. Uh, we could all use it. Yeah, we could all use it. I I do agree, though, Lizzie, too. Like, the Dodgers have kind of felt like this great team for eight years now, and they've been to the World Series a bunch, and it's like, just let them get this monkey off their back a little bit and have them win one. Yeah. Um, it's like the Braves kind of in the nineties were similar and then they finally won one. And then that was all that they won. Yeah. Um, Cleveland for the past 60 years, maybe kind of. Right. Sure. (laughs) But you know, the, the other side of that, you know, could be like, it's kind of funny that they aren't. (laughs) It is a good bit that they keep going to the world series and that. Yeah. 
So and especially if they lose to the Rays as like new team that's <laughs> never won, only in one other time. That's a good uh, third beat heightening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. After uh, signing like the best, most exciting player in baseball. Um, uh, who is in it? Mookie, in Mookie. Mookie, Mookie, Mookie yes, okay, yeah. yeah, I agree. He's very good at baseball. He's very good. Yeah, at baseball. he's really good. He's really, really good. He's ridiculous. Yeah, we were just talking to a, 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 a I guess, a former Red Sox fan. Uh, no, a Red Sox fan uh, uh, about him. And wait, is this Mike Picarius? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and saying I'm a big that. Fan of Mike. Oh, he's a great guy. And we Huge were saying fan. that it's kind of rare for like this great player to st- to still be great in all of the postseason at the same time. You know what I mean? You expect slumps or things like that but like yeah no he's he's just just really good never never off always yeah proud of our boy mookie i have a question so we're just back from a commercial break that seems very long so i can see why these games are long yeah has there been a commercial during the world series that you find very annoying and keeps coming up so i'll i'll give you a maybe different perspective. I'm watching a okay. like the Fox Sports app stream and okay. they do not have commercials. They just wow. cut to a wide view of the stadium. So I just see what's happening in the ballpark and so I, I love hear that. it's great but also it's like the worst way to listen to music is what I've decided <laughs> because they just play music like oh. over the scoreboard during the commercial breaks and it's all you know like imagine dragons-esque music <laughs> so it's already like not good and then yeah. just like hearing it with like this weird echoey ambience it really gets on my nerves yeah, i'm like dying awful. for a verizon wireless ad and i can't believe i'm saying that yeah at least there's good sound quality amen uh i have not really found a commercial that I love or hate, but maybe I haven't been paying Fair. attention. Yeah. Yeah. So basically why I brought that up is because, um, so I'm a Mets fan and I, you know, I've been watching the regular season Mets games where mm-hmm. uh, I was when that was a thing. <laughs> um, and there was a commercial that would, the commercials are very repetitive. And one of them I hated so much. And it was a Citibank commercial that was like, the, the idea they wanted to get across was like racial inequality or racial equality, whatever. So it was like a black and white footage of someone playing the piano and they would play America the Beautiful only using the white keys. And then it would be like, well, this sounds awful, right? So we have to also play the black keys. Oh my God. So it was like, okay. <laughs> it was like, even it was like the Ebony and Ivory song, but like worse. Uh huh. Like, it yeah, that's awful. That seems bad. That seems bad. But I tell you um, what, I am gonna take. I'm gonna transfer all of my accounts over to Citibank. <laughs> uh, this baseball writer I like, Grant Brisby, every year writes about like he like ranks the top five worst World Series commercials. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, and they're always uh, articles worth worth reading because the okay, commercials are annoying. Yeah. Yeah, they can be very repetitive. I guess. Yeah, I haven't felt too much repetition this year but maybe i'm not paying attention yeah i i definitely not paying attention which is good yeah for sure love being able to tune out any advertisement definitely 
until you realize that the alternative is listening to Imagine Dragons. <laughs> yeah, you in sound a like a, a worse hell. It's it is so weird. <laughs> it's so yeah. weird. It, I think what it because I'm. I, oh, I, I think the main thing is that it just makes you truly aware of like how much just downtime there really is because they like you know they had like a pitching change and then they come back and be like well we're not going to be here very long because they just had a pinch hitter like come on uh etc and there's another mound visit so we'll be right back and it was it truly was like two and a half full minutes of silence in the middle of this game and it just felt so weird that's very strange yeah yeah I don't know, like, I'm surprised they're not doing ads, because, like, they're just foregoing that revenue stream. Yeah, I have no idea. Because I'm looking at the Fox.com stream, and there are, like, I assume the regular Fox ads. I would have thought that there would be them, but but the most that they do is, like, a, and this is weird, but the past couple of world series games this has been true there have been no ads up until like the sixth or seventh inning when they've started just playing like world series like promo videos in between in the breaks and i'm like, just like begging like for them series, to... you should check out yeah world series. yeah i don't know what it is. yeah it's pretty much that it's crazy okay oh well I love how much Camping World has been a sponsor of this program. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I have noticed uh, their banners everywhere. They have banners. I think they even have a blimp that they're doing the aerial footage of. Hey, camping's having a moment, you know? It totally is. It's the perfect it's, pandemic. Uh, it's yeah. Fun. It's a thing that we're allowed to do and still have a good time. Yep. Amen. Yeah. God bless it. Well, Lizzie, thank you for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. This was very this is fun. Very fun. Yeah. Great yeah. to chat with you. An absolute yeah, dream. Yeah, great to chat as well. Uh, I'm here in 2021. That's the Mets year. So. Always the next year is the Mets year, you know, like. Next year for sure. Next year for sure. So. You guys got uh, you guys got something coming to you in about 30 seconds. Just so I mean, know. we don't have. Oh, shit. Okay. Here Exciting. we go. <laughs> uh, but I was say we don't have the will ponds anymore, so that's great. Yeah, that is good. Only sunshine and rainbows from here on out. Love that. All right, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, Lizzie. This was really fun. Yeah, this Very is great. Fun. Have a See good you night. later. Night. All right, we got Kate Vetter joining us. Um, Kate, how's it going? It's all right. How's it going, you guys? How's it over at Beanball HQ? It's good. HQ is buzzing right now. It's buzzing. We've got. I would. You could. You could argue that we've got too many people in one space. Yeah. No. It looks like a really dangerous party where you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got. What do we have? Headcount five hundred and twelve. Five hundred. Maybe thirteen. Five, five. Last I counted, it was five eleven. Five eleven. Okay. It was five eleven unless I counted, but we are in a one bedroom apartment. Right. Yes. Yes. Right. Absolutely. So it's hard because if people move around, you count them a second time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And no one's wearing masks. No. No. Why would you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone's 
kissing. <laughs> Everyone is kissing each other all okay. the time. And we yeah. do we do have um in the one bedroom that is serving as our maternity ward. So <laughs> the numbers are increasing as are as increasing. we record. Yeah. Impressive. That's true. Yeah. Although the bathroom the the bathroom is is kind of our hospice care too. Yeah. Yes. So you know, it's uh so is the number evening out like when one person eh, is more coming in than going out? I'd say. <laughs> yeah, the maternity but, uh, word is popping off for sure. <laughs> uh, so we're in the uh, sixth inning here. I think we just cleared six. I think we're in seven now. Uh, not quite yet because oh, no. Kershaw was taken out mid inning. Okay. So Kershaw pitched five and two thirds. He gave up two runs. He looked good. He was under 85 pitches. I kind of respect the decision to like, like not let him get in any danger. Like he pitched mm-hmm. a clean game. Let's just get him out of there. The narrative won't be that he was bad. Yeah. Yeah. His narrative right now is that like poor buddy deserves a win. Yeah. And if he sets he- it up, then people won't want that. Right, and he's pitched well this postseason. So, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, he always does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's been the uh, the through line. So, a couple of inning go- innings ago, Kate mm-hmm. Manuel Bar- Margot, he's mm-hmm. on third. He goes for it. He steals home. Yeah, there's two outs. Steals home. He's out. He's definitely out. It's close, but he's definitely out. Mm-hmm. What do we think about that decision? Um, I'm always shocked when anyone tries to steal home when there's a competent catcher there. Cause there are times I'm just like, you might as well go for it. That catcher's trash. <laughs> um, as someone who I'm sure I'm an incredible catcher and I can talk to <laughs> what the trash catcher is, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I feel like maybe there was some confidence because of the error on the catcher last night, even though Will Smith isn't catching right now that, yeah. and Margo also had I guess it was during championship series had like an incredible catch where he went flipped over a wall. And I feel like he's gotten like kind of cocky. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily call him a bad boy. Okay. But I think- okay. Kate, if you remember is a, an authority on bad boys of baseball. On bad boys. And um, yeah, I feel like there's a couple of the Rays who just are like, really leaning into everything right now which like also kind of good for them yeah but also it doesn't always play the way you want it to because i feel like a rosarina's had that too yeah we were talking about this earlier a rosarina has been like uh far and away it seems like the breakout star storyline of the race but he's mostly hitting home runs and he's mostly hitting solo home runs yeah, and as a rookie, like it, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I feel like I saw a thing the other day. Someone did the math, which was not hard math, that the cost of Kershaw and Betts added up is more than the entire Rays. And I feel like the Rays are just like trying to get the money now. Mm-hmm. Like if they're, if people see who they are, then maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I I think also they just their uh, their whole mo is no, we can win without spending money. 
and yeah. they like find ways to do that and they have been successful at it yeah they have like less to lose in it yeah they, they definitely have less to lose I yeah agree. but also the repercussions on the big money teams of a small market team winning is just gonna like I feel like as a Yankees fan, I think it's going to fuck everything up if the Rays win, because I think that management will be like, oh, we don't have to pay for players. Sure. And then we're going to lose LeMahieu and then everything's going to be <laughs> chaos because they're still going to have the income like that money's just going to go to management. Yeah, that's true. Um, yep. You're not going to like lower the ticket prices or something because <laughs> they're not paying the players. Yeah, I mean. Wow, that's actually an excellent argument. Now I'm rooting diehard for the Dodgers uh, to win the World Series <laughs> because, like, I would I would give anything for Cleveland to uh, decide to pay even a cent more. Uh, the Rays have a history of not so good, like, uh, labor policies and yeah. thoughts. Um. Like they were like the only team to vote against the CBA under renegotiations a few years ago and things like that. Like mm -hmm. they're not a very progressive team when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I feel like them winning just like proves that everything they've done is okay when that's sure. not true. Yeah. Okay, but you Good do point. have to admit that G Man Choi is like so fun. G Man right? Choi's been on fire for like he was a big buy. <laughs> <laughs> we love. Yeah, him. not a bad boy, a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a, he's a good boy. Yeah. So because yeah, I want another reason I want Lemayhew to stay with the Yankees is that he so he can be the good boy and Judge can turn into the bad boy he should have been. Yeah, Judge is, does kind of seem too too much of a good boy i think they're really like they were pumping him up to be the new jeter yeah and then that means he takes a lot of shit because he has so many strikes called against him that are just way too low yeah mm -hmm. that he just has to like hold the anger in and mm -hmm. i'm like you're so big you should just be mean and angry <laughs> be a big be a big mean boy scare the umpire, scare the umpire into calling balls like <laughs> i tell you what uh, the, what needs to happen is the yankees need to drop their oppressive uh, appearance rules let uh, judge grow his hair out let him get face tattoos <laughs> and let him be the bad boy he deserves yeah the first team that like requires face tattoos <laughs> yes <laughs> if only yeah, so whatever. i could see brett gardner with face tattoos <laughs> Oh, he'd be the first one, too. Yeah. If the Yankees were like, you have to get face tattoos, a lot of them would be like, oh, I gotta look at my contract. And Brad's gonna be like, I got it to get this last year in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, the, I, I, I'm the clubhouse leader. We, I'll get the first face tattoo. Yeah, nope. Someone's gotta, someone's gotta lead the charge. <laughs> It'll just say Yankee on his top lip. <laughs> Can't trade this him is, now. Yep. <laughs> this is disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Joey, as a Giants fan, how are you feeling about the Dodgers? Being yeah, uh, you know, good question. I, uh, I'm i kind of okay with the Dodgers winning. I think that, I mean, part of that is that because I became a Giants fan later in life, I don't think I have as much, like, built-in resentment mm -hmm. towards them. And I also 
think that they, especially this season, I've we talked about this earlier, they're just a hard team to root against. Yeah, and, that's how I felt about the Red Sox a few years ago. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I like Mookie Betts. I like Kershaw. I want Kershaw's, like, the whole thing to be over. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, half this team was on the Red Sox when I was okay with them, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just the same three people moving around and making me be like, all right. Yeah, that's how it works. Yep. <laughs> I guess I like this player more than I care about the organization. Well, I mean, that Red Sox series is what put uh, Joe Kelly on my radar, so. Yeah. Here he is. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Uh, Kate, so you've been watching uh, the series mm-hmm. um, uh, in its entirety. What have been like the standout moments for you? What is what has been like the most surprising, the most exciting, et cetera, et cetera? I feel like there there was way more excitement in the division and championship series than there has been in the World Series. Like mm-hmm. it's been, I think, max two run home runs. Like, outs have all been pretty standard, except for the one fuck-up last night. Not, sure. like, a ton of, like, horrific errors. Not a lot of weird calls. It's just, like, baseball. Yeah. Which is, I think, why I managed to fall asleep right before I got good last night. Yep. Um, yeah, I agree. Last night's game at least had some back and forth to it prior to that. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's not, like, huge. It's not – it hasn't been – surprising back and forth there hasn't been like a huge come from behind yeah nothing weird necessarily yeah. has happened until last night i would say right. uh last night's game will be the game that gets remembered mm-hmm. on, 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 i mean obviously we and still like, have some more baseball left but uh that it's it's feels like that one's gonna be hard to top based on the yeah. other games that have been played which have been standard clean cut baseball yeah yeah, just baseball. It's been I guess it's good for like it's good for the Dodgers that they're not like it I mean it's tied but they're not in over their heads and mm-hmm. it's not like stressful almost. I don't know. It's probably stressful for them and I'm just like it's not stressful at all, baby. <laughs> I'm not playing baseball. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's very low key. Yeah, it has just kind of felt like, I mean, maybe that's just the season in general, but I I do feel like until that thing yesterday, it ha- it hasn't felt super like swingy or like high stress moments or anything like that. Yeah, I feel like Seeger made a really good catch at some point and that was like it. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in, the, yeah way more good catches a week ago yeah bets in the nlcs was making these crazy plays yeah there were a lot of home run steals in the championship series but from both of these teams but now they're just like letting them leave they're just letting the home they're not even trying to steal the home runs no they're it's a lower wall so it's less exciting (laughs) uh so here's a question for you do you think that a uh Dodgers Astros World Series would have been more exciting. Um I think in theory, like going into it is it has this like real Batman versus Lex Luthor situation. Yeah. That is really exciting, but also that the job 
there would not be this 2-2 tie. It would just be, by now, the Dodgers would have won. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I... I yeah. Unless I, they started sign stealing again and then thrilling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do think that that's an interesting point. Because I do think, like, leading up to the series, it would have been more interesting. But I also think probably the Dodgers are more better than the Astros than they are more better than the Rays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, at, I feel this, like the... at this point, at least. The Astros, I think a lot of people, I mean, me include, expected them to get as far as they did because it's 2020 and not because they're good. Like, they just kind of tripped their way up into that. Didn't they? They came in with a losing record. Yeah, they didn't have a great season, but they, but then watching in the playoffs, I was like, oh, right, this team's really good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of went the other way on them, I think. Really, yeah, I guess, I mean, Central was, no, they're West, though. I always feel like they should be Central, but they're West. So, yeah. I, like, they weren't that great, but, like, Springer is good. Correa is good. Altuve is good. Verlander. Yeah. Oh, no, he wasn't good. No, he's But, like, Greinke is good. Like, those are all good, very good players. Yeah. Is but Gre- I don't think Is Greinke with them for a while? Do we know this? No. no. Okay. Oh, wait, is he with them with, for a while? I don't think so. Okay. Well, I'm hoping that he's not because I love Greinke. He's great. He probably is at the end of his career, though. Yeah. I think he probably retires uh, as an Astro. I mean, he, pr- he wouldn't go into the Hall of Fame as one, but I don't know if he's going to have much of a career once that his contract with them is done. Well, I hope somebody signs him because I just want to see more Granky video compilations. He, uh, he, yeah, next season it looks like his last season on – uh, contract and how old is he i mean he's been he's been in the major since like 2005 yeah okay so yeah he's what's he got? he's got like what like 10 12 years more max <laughs> <laughs> that's like nothing it's like 12 years is like the bare minimum that's, yeah it's no big freaking deal no a big freaking deal you no know they're not getting concussions they can play till they die Amen. I mean, I got but yeah, they occasionally do. He is, uh, he's 37. Yeah. Okay. New pitch for you guys. Um, after age 35, players are allowed to use steroids. <laughs> this I like. <laughs> I would say, can I go one step further? Yes. Encouraged to use steroids. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm it. into it. Yeah, I think 35 is a good line for it. Yeah, I'm um, in. 37. Wow, that. Yeah, that's that's great. I think I'd be willing to move it up or down depending on positions. Uh, sure. But, yeah. But uh, I, I'd be willing to move it up or down based on whether or not Bartolo Colon will consider <laughs> playing again. <laughs> It's just based on like whether we like them or not. Yeah. <laughs> there's should no we... age. There's no rules. It's just like they ask us. I think the three of us should be the steroid advisory board. Is what yeah. I'm pitching. I'm in. By the time I... you're that age, your body hurts so much that like the steroids aren't even making you better. They're just making you like manageable. 
Yeah. Yep. It's about time MLB hired us anyway. It really is. I, I mean, agree. Yeah. We're all out here like looking for jobs when we're laying this position out on the table for them. It's perfect. It they solves a money. bunch of their problems. Yeah. And when people are like, how did they find these three people? We'll be like, it was obvious. Yeah. <laughs> and not explain it. <laughs> well, we cracked it. Yep. We absolutely cracked it. Uh, Kate, a pleasure. As so well. you're, you're right now, bottom of the seventh, Dodgers up four to two, game five. You're taking Dodgers. I would like Dodgers, yes. Great. You'd like Dodgers. All right. That's good enough for us. Cool. That's good enough. Kate, yeah. thanks so much for uh, dialing in with us. Yeah. Well, no, probably no. Uh, okay. We'll see you Bye. next year in the MLB offices. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Later. <laughs> well, uh, some time has passed for us, but once again, in a, in, in a thing that would drive Albert Einstein crazy, no time has passed for you, the listener. And we are joined by Rudy Barrett. Hey, gang. Uh, good to be here. I, all I heard was time is a flat circle. <laughs> That's essentially it, yeah. Rudy, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. I am uh, I'm nervous about this current game, um, but I... I do believe that no matter what happens, I'm happy because we had the greatest uh, ending to a World Series game of all time. Everyone in my house screamed. My mom, my dad, my sister, and her boyfriend who don't know baseball. We were just laughing and yelling. It was great. Yeah. You uh, you have shown up on our Zoom in a homemade raised That's right, jersey. yeah. I spent the sixth inning making a, a raise Jimon Choi. I'm pretty proud of it. Uh, Shirzy is the perfect way because it is a T-shirt that I turned inside out and wrote on. I I will say it looks really good. It looks good, dude. You did a good job. It truly I'm looks like proud. you stenciled the whole thing. It looks great. Hey, I, let me admit something. I didn't stencil a damn thing. <laughs> wow. Free wow. Hand. <laughs> yeah it looks good we're into it we're all choy boys here so we're choy boys good this is a safe space for choy boys oh yeah i yeah. <laughs> honestly when you before hopping on the actual recording uh you showed us that i was like yeah this is awesome and then you showed us the reverse side where you actually made it a choy jersey <laughs> mm-hmm. lost my mind i i couldn't believe it well, you better believe it. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Um, so, Rudy, as basically the only real, like, person that's really rooting for the Rays that we've talked to tonight. Unbelievable. How are you, you can't how believe are you that, gonna, right? I know. How are you going to feel if the Dodgers win this series? I will feel fine only because I was so resigned to them winning it. And it has been, uh, ooh, pass ball. Sorry, I'm still watching. Uh, yeah, just because it's been a fun series and it's been competitive and, the you know, watching, I at least want them to sweat. You know, I didn't want them to, like, 
sweep their way to a World Series. So I'll accept it. And I've been going through this thing in my head where I'm like, I really want Clayton Kershaw to win a World Series. As like a Dodger hater, Giants fan, I still want him to win a World Series. But I never want the Dodgers to win a World Series. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the – it's – um. There's some fallacy or, uh, you know, that's it's Rudy's conundrum, they call it. Yeah, they do call it that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I will say I did get a lot of pleasure out of last night, the ending of last night's game, that was kind of enough to, like, okay, that was worth it if they end up winning. And despite, yeah. despite that, that's fine. That was a very fun thing that just happens. That, that was hands down, barring any, like, big Giants wins where I'm really invested because it's my team, that was the most joyful moment I've ever had watching a baseball game. <laughs> hands down, couldn't even think of a close runner-up. Yeah, I, I will also say, I'm, I, I've said this with earlier guests on this, I'm totally fine with either team winning i don't i i like the dodgers well enough i i have no reason to hate them um but i find myself uh wanting the rays to do well and so every single time like the dodgers uh did well last in last night's game i like felt like this a similar crushing feeling to to like watching my own home team do poorly and Oh my god! The ending of that game, I was fired up. I I couldn't believe it. I was so excited. We were screaming in our house. Liz texted me because she was trying to put our baby to sleep. She said, "That's loud." (laughs) (laughs) And I said, "I'm sorry about that." Knowing full well that I would explain it later and hope that she would understand, and she did. She was like, "Wow, that sounded crazy." Um, But my dad. Like once every four years, my dad laughs so hard that you worry about his health, and that happened <laughs> oh. last night. Watching, watching I love Randy Rosarena just like tap home plate, laughing. My dad was doing this like he's out of breath, laughing. It was one of the most joyful, non having a baby related moments of this entire year. Yeah, yeah, it was good, and, and I do feel like. At this point, we're probably repeating a lot of the stuff that we've said earlier in this episode. Probably. But, but man, it was it was such an amazing ending. It was incredible. Day. Incredible. <laughs> like, I feel like that, like my sister and her boyfriend, they won't care about baseball after. But if anything would make someone who doesn't like a sport into a yeah. fan, it's that. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, this insane thing can happen. Yeah. And, and when we're like. We're like, hey, Brett Phillips, take a walk. Just take a right. walk. We'd love that. And then, oh, just the joy of some a no-name player on a team of no-name players ending that game that way was – that's what it's all about. Yeah. I think what's also – I mean, it, the fact that it, it happened in a World Series game mm-hmm. to end the game, but I think, like, what's – fun about a moment like that is that like those kinds of moments are not they're not all that rare in a bit in like a baseball game yeah you expect to see a moment like that more often than you probably don't in a game 
And more yeah. often when like two bad teams play right. each other. Yeah. Right. It's just kind of the stage that it happened on and the moment within that game that is like yeah. rare. Um, Absolutely. And I think that's a, a good reason why people should watch more baseball too. So I agree. I, I'm watching this stream on a full minute delay at oh, least. Um, and I'm watching these tense moments and I'm just like, I, I wish it would pan out, but I know it's not because I know that these guys aren't reacting <laughs> right now. Oh, sure, I'm just yeah. like, oh, there's two men on base. I'll promise to temper my reactions. Yeah. Hey, no, don't, don't say, oh, Brady, did you see it yet? No, please, please don't. I kind of tempered too. Right now it is the bottom of the eighth. There's two men on. There's Mm -hmm. uh, two outs. Brandon Lau is on, is, is batting. Who hit Uh, the home run that, uh, gave them, uh, tied it up, right? Drop. Uh, Is it dropping? Oh, all right. Just got under it. Okay. Oh, that's, that's too bad. And then they cut to a guy in the stands doing the suck it um, a bunch of times. Oh, really? And that's why T- you don't root for the Dodgers. <laughs> a white dude with a gray beard wearing a Hawaiian t-shirt doing the suck it. Yeah. Hey. Here's Sounds another reason. Like me. Here's another. It does sound like Joey in like maybe 10 years. And you got a full red beard. It's going it's going gray a little bit, guys. I I got oh. some gray hairs in this red beard now. Well, there's bad lighting on the zoom, so it looks nice and I dark. Know. Oh yeah. yeah, no, do back away from the zoom, dude. Back away, <laughs> dude. It it was gray up close. Back away. <laughs> Look, guys, I got one um take, and uh, I'd love to just share my take here, if, if you'll. Fire away. Fire away. We'd love to hear a take. Okay, so you remember the, uh, I believe it was the Cubs World Series where they won, and Brady, I don't even want to talk about how that ended. What I want to talk about is how. We're talking about a different year, obviously, right? We're not talking about. We're not talking about. Cleveland. No, 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 (laughs) no. But that's not what I want to talk about. Sure. And I'll ask you how you felt about it later. But what I want to say is that after that World Series, they implemented a rule limiting uh, mound visits because there were so many mound visits in those games. I think that was specifically why they made that rule. And I think that after this World Series, they should implement a rule limiting how many baby-faced white boys you can have in your lineup. Because the Dodgers have... At least six, maybe seven out of their nine players in their lineup are baby face white boys. I think you should, I think there should be a cap. Yeah, there's oh, definitely got to be a cap. I think I agree with you on this. Yeah. And the Rays have a couple as well. Yeah, and you can have a couple. I mean, look, I'm a Giants fan. Joe Panic is one of my favorite baby face white boys ever. But you can't have six out of nine. Sure. Let's, and let's Justin listen Turner's. Here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, the ultimate is Jock Peterson. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. You got Austin Barnes. He's, Corey a, he's a baby face. Corey Seeger. Uh, Max Muncie is a baby face white boy who's trying to grow a beard, but we see right through the beard. He grows a, a beard baby. okay, but the mustache does not come in very well. Yeah. And that's 
because his face is actually baby and not Okay, man. I would say that Cody Bellinger is not a baby face. He's not. The only two white boys on the team that are not baby faces, in my mind, in the lineup tonight, at least, are Turner and Bellinger. Mm-hmm. I agree. But, I mean, Will Smith, that dude looks like a 13-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twerp. A straight-up twerp. They're a team of twerps. And you can have a couple. <laughs> but you're going to root for the twerps? While yeah. their dad, who's wearing a Hawaiian shirt in the jerseys, is doing or in the, in the stands, is doing a suck it. It's not looking good, you know. Yeah, I w- I will That's say take. a couple of games ago they uh, talked about how calm Corey Seager seemed throughout the entire game, and they just kept cutting to him, and I was like, he seems <laughs> bored. He looks so oh, yeah, he looks I'd bored. He looks damn right sad <laughs> playing this game. Yeah. And I was like, I guess he does seem calm because he doesn't seem panicked, but he also yeah, seems calm. bored. He's calm considering his dad just took away his Xbox for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's not his first rodeo, you know? Yeah. Brady, do you think that Brady and Max Muncy kind of look alike? No. Okay. Okay. Contested I, I on the pod. I see how someone would say that because you could say that you have like the same facial hair or certain things, but Max Muncy is a specific look to me, which is the least likable face I've ever seen in, in my entire <laughs> oh, life. No. The worst the worst thing that happened tonight was that he hit a home run. I hate that he takes walks. He is my least favorite baseball player in the world. And part of it wow. is I'll admit because of how he looks. Wow. And Brady, you're gorgeous to me. Thank you. Brady, so much. I love to hear you say that because I think that Max Muncy is the sole reason why I'm not more on board with rooting for the Dodgers. Wow. Yeah, he's, he's I think the he's the one, least likable player. He's the is. one player on that team that I just kind of can't fully get by. I think Matt, was, Max Muncy's okay. And maybe this is because I saw one picture from one angle with a certain facial hair uh, length that I was like, yeah, Max Muncy does kind of look like me. <laughs> and I think it the mustache is kind of part of it. He grows a beard. The mustache does not come in that great. No, it doesn't. But nothing really comes in that great when you're Max Muncy. <laughs> I, hate, I hate him so much. <laughs> I was I was just saying to my dad, I was like, if every player in MLB was like Mookie Betts, everyone would want to watch. And if every player was like Max Muncy, I, even I wouldn't want to watch. <laughs> He's no fun. No style. No substance. He sure. hits home runs. He takes walks. Good for him. How do we feel about Justin Turner? I, I like, like Justin Turner. I like yeah. Justin Turner. Yeah, I, I like feel like Turner. he looks like somebody you should hate, but everyone loves him. Yeah, no, he's good. I think he's true. Like, he's sick, you know? I look at him, I'm like, that's a sick dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I I swear I was watching the game last night, and I his helmet came off when he slid into second. I was like, I think I see a bald spot, but I love that he was re- he's refusing to accept it by growing his hair out so long. Um... And that made me like him more, dude. Yeah. I love the idea that he has the largest bald spot. Like, he has nothing where his helmet is. Yeah. But he can grow up. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah, he's good. 
he's fun. He looks cool. Yeah, he's great. He he yeah. seems to have he's fun to watch. He's always surprising when he makes great plays at third. Yeah. Like we know he's gonna do it, but it's still surprising. Yeah, he and Bellinger are great. Honestly, I like Corey Seager. I'd take him on my team, but he's he's a little boring, but he's so yeah, good. But he's good. You, you're yeah, fine. and he and he doesn't piss me off. You right. know. But that's about as much as I can say about this Dodgers lineup. This and like, Mookie, Mookie Betts is, Mookie. Yeah. and everyone loves Mookie Betts. I was sure. glad that I could be mad that he was on the Dodgers because he's so good. That's how good he is. That I was like, man, I get to like, he gets to torture me for ten years. That'll be that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, it, uh, it, that is true. It is like, oh, great, an excuse to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. All this Any said, those those four players that we just admitted to liking, do they do they add up to one Choi? No. No. Of course they I, don't. I won't I refuse to think about that answer, but no, absolutely not. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. One Choi is bigger than I, I mean, dare I say it, it's bigger than baseball. I would say it is, and I might put a hashtag in front of that bigger than baseball. <laughs> Yeah. Which I think is reserved for like when people do like uh, philanthropy. Yeah, yeah, probably. But, but yeah, Jimon Choi is he's the other bigger than baseball. Than we're we're going to employ yeah. the uh, nary used double hashtag, hashtag bigger than baseball, hashtag Choi boys. Ooh, yeah, that's a that is nary used. That's nary used. I would definitely call that nary used. Yeah. Oh, that was a good pitch. It was, and he didn't get the call. Didn't get the call. Well, we, you know what's sad is that, and this is definitely on me, is we spend more time talking about how much um, we don't like specific Dodgers, or I don't like specific Dodgers, than celebrating all the Rays. Because they're, they're bigger than baseball, but they're also bigger than Choi. There's a lot of fun people on that team. Celebrate yeah. them, Rudy. Go off. Go off. Well, we don't have to talk about how good Randy Rosarena is because he's he's a joy. Yeah. He's great. Uh, I love, like, unlike the Dodgers, they have a bunch of white guys who are kind of plain in a way that I enjoy. Yeah. I sure. Could, listen, I, I, I'll have to think about why that is. It's probably, <laughs> it's, it's probably the jersey they wear, if I, were, if I were to guess, but I'm not sure. Um, but they're just fun. Their, their celebrations are fun. The way they like celebrate as a team is fun where the Dodgers seem, it always feels kind of gross to me. I mean, they're just cool, weird dudes. It's like a yeah. movie. I love it. This uh, is a take I haven't thought of. I just wish that we were celebrating them more than dissing the Dodgers, but here we are. Yeah, no, for yeah sure. they are fun. Uh, Manuel Margot is really fun. Kiermaier is like, a great defensive player that is just like he's also the like longest tenured Ray on the team. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, Z- so you- Mike Zakarian has said most beautiful eyes in baseball. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a he's a handsome dude. He looks like three players on the Oakland A's, and they're all very handsome. Just a thought that I had. Just a couple yeah. of handsome dudes <laughs> playing baseball. Yeah, I I do feel like uh, if this were a movie, uh, the Rays are the good guys, 
right? Yeah. But in that movie, they probably lose in game seven. And they had fun doing it anyway. <laughs> that I'm they were even the... there to begin with. Yeah. I'm thinking of the movie Little Big League, I think, specifically. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Oh, they're the good guys. It's, it, this is David and Goliath. Here we are. Game is over. Dodgers take the lead in the series, three to two. How are we feeling about it, boys? I feel fine. Yeah. I I couldn't have really asked for more. So any Rays win just feels like it's uh like free money to me, you know? Yeah. I wish that they the Rays had maybe they they had some moments that they didn't come through on that would have made the game a little bit more exciting. Um, I mean, the, the, the attempted steal of home is very fun, but probably a little foolhardy, but also he might not score no matter what. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Does Kershaw record the win on this game? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Good for oh, his yeah, legacy. He left with the lead. So good for he him. He left with the lead. He pitched more than five innings. So yeah, good for Kershaw. Well, I mean, game could end tomorrow night. Uh, Tuesday, Tuesday. Tomorrow could be Tuesday. Who knows? That's actually a good Who knows point. anymore? That's actually a really good point. Hey, Tuesday, Tuesday when uh, our, our listeners listen to this, for sure. That will be tomorrow, yeah. So I'm actually the idiot. Um, no, don't be too hard on yourselves, guys. Um, yeah. I just want to say, hey, the Rays have given me a great baseball experience, and if they give us a game seven, no matter what happens, then they have given me more than I could ever have hoped for in a Dodgers-Rays postseason World Series thing. I'm a little I drunk. Agree. <laughs> I agree. We're Yeah, we're all – I mean, we watched a – what it, was this? A nine-hour baseball game? I think, I think I think it clocked around nine. I think it was right around yeah, about an hour and inning, yeah. Gang, uh, we're all we're all fucking tired, man. <laughs> These games should start at seven thirty. Give us a half hour back. Give us, yeah, give us a half hour. Let it be eleven twelve right now instead of eleven forty two. Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they did start at five o'clock for me, but yeah, that we, we actually get into it earlier in the episode, Rudy. I'm excited for you to hear all that. Okay, well, I don't listen to the show, but I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, my <stuff>. God. <laughs> hey, hey. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning into our nine-hour coverage <laughs> of World Series. Uh, we'll do this uh, every year until we die. Yeah, that sounds Agreed. good. Hey, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll catch you next episode for our uh, season end wrap-up. Bye-bye. The Beanball is hosted by Joey Price and Brady O'Callaghan. Our music is by Louis Aronowitz, and our logo is by Diana Kolsky. If you want to reach us, you can email thebeanballpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, wherever you might get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.